good evening and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Welcome back to another episode of Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. We are coming to you from the woodlands outside of Houston. We are coming to you in preparation of seeing this band called Duran Duran that we kind of like a little bit. We have uh, partaken in some free wine. From Bulgaria. <laughs> from Bulgaria. Yeah. So um, we thought we would recap our experiences at the Austin, Texas show, which happened on June Six. It's a wine festival in the Woodlands right there is now. A That's wine why they had the free wine. Mm-hmm. Thank and you, ladies. So we yes, and I can't. The happy. name of the band is Bear Bernhardt. Bernhardt. The band or the, the winery? Yeah. Winery. It's in Conroe, Texas. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. yes. Uh, but the more important thing we need to note today is that we are obviously celebrating the controller, Mr. Nick Rhodes, today. Happy, Happy birthday, Nicholas. Nicholas! Cheers to Mr. Nick Rhodes, who is uh, celebrating in Nola. New Orleans. New Orleans. I think about all the time. Every time I say New Orleans, I don't say it like normal people. And yeah, I don't say New Orleans. I lived in that area. I still don't say it like that. It comes out differently. So it's New Orleans to me. New Orleans. Um, I'm so jealous. I, I wish yeah. that I was there right now. We have had a recent experience in Austin. Ladies, how was your show experience on Tuesday? Fan. <laughs> Effing tastic. <laughs> fucking incredible. Yes. <laughs> Super fun. Like so we hadn't we hadn't seen the guys since the Rock Hall mm-hmm. yeah. ceremony. Yes. Right? Yeah. That was the last time we saw them. Which mm-hmm. we were kind of yep. some two of us were far back for that. Yeah. We were not on the stage. And it was, you know, we've talked about it in previous <laughs> episodes. It was quite the bittersweet experience. So yeah. So seeing them again after that. Uh, it was just, it's always an incredible experience. That goes without saying. Yeah. But it sort of felt a little different for some reason. It just, like the vibe and everything, it was just... I think the energy level the energy was just like, I mean, yeah, it just the energy turned was up. It was. But it really can you was. compare the energy, though, to what we experienced even prior to the Rock Hall? Because we'd seen them at ACL. Yep. I mean, I remember thinking, this is a different band right well, here. I mean, and, and that, I think, I feel like that band has continued on. Like, yes. Well, that's it what has. we saw on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So no, Tuesday night was at the Moody Center, which is the brand new arena in Austin, Texas, yep. that everybody is playing this year. If you yeah. look at the yeah. calendar, we have everybody. thought we have seen the Cure. We've seen Jody Bruce. and I saw Bruce. We've seen Janet playing uh, Miss Jackson. If you're nasty. Hours prior, Duran. Yes. We're gonna see Depeche. We're gonna see Sting. We're gonna see everybody's playing there. I took my daughter and saw yes. SZA there. I mean, everybody. Yeah, I've got. Harry, tickets to Pearl Harry. Jam, Tears for Fears, yeah. Peter Gabriel. So everybody's yeah. super excited about this yes. place. Yes. So the guys were excited about the venue. Number one, I think they. I mean, they're just excited always to be in Austin too. I mean, as Simon said, yes, 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he talked about it. Go to the Instagram page to see what Simon, the love he gave to Austin, Texas. Austin loves yeah. him and he yeah. loves Austin. Yeah, so part Simon of it was that. Simon even loves saying Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I just Texas. Yeah, Austin, Texas. He loves saying Austin, Texas. Speaking of, while we were waiting for the concert, we found out, or I guess the day before, that John and Roger went to Barton Springs, to where we like hang out and they rode yeah. bikes on the trail yeah. by Lady Bird Lake, yeah. which used to be town lake where we jody runs all the time and i ride my bike and i was like oh my gosh we should have been there with them <laughs> and so for those who don't know barton springs is a sort of the spring fed, spring cool. fed it's super cool. cold 68 is, degrees yeah 68 degrees round, is the average temperature year round. year round for it it's a massive pool if you will it's especially in texas being as hot as it gets in the summer you just jump in there and it's, it's cool like an ice bath yes and, it's cool, cool off, and, and it's they were in the deep part next to the dive board yes, and if you look at the were. picture these kids the behind kids them were like it was so cute yeah so they they were embracing austin which yeah. we love too and this yeah. isn't the first time they've actually gotten out and enjoyed no because john likes to run the trail too or likes yeah. to do his what he which is skipping well sort of it's a, it's skip a, it's walking a kind of running training yeah, yeah. okay yeah. So he likes to get out on the trail anyways. But back to the show. Yeah. Um, I want to say before, because we mentioned the Rock Hall being our last show, there was a moment in this show during Hungry Like the Wolf <laughs> where I didn't hear it, but apparently John's bass went out and they had to stop the show. And I immediately had flashbacks to being at the Rock Hall. When they had to stop the show. When they had to stop the show. Yeah. The so I was beginning. like, and then there was that whole thing at the Rock Hall that came after the performance. And I I just I've got very emotional at that point because number one hungry like the wolf is a song that I want to hear live every single time for a hundred years now I've heard that song and I want to hear it over and over and over again for that to be the song that they they had to stop and start again and then just flashing back to oh god that happened when they were recording the rock hall and all that happened after that I was just I I, I entered a different mind frame after that It, it became a different show at that point for me which wasn't good or bad it was just there was a different recognition of oh this is the band and it was beyond that point when I I remember saying and I think I've even said it today I think I said it to Dee in the car today as we were driving like this is my life like that up there on the stage is my life and it, it it becomes more and more apparent every time I see them live how important and how influential and how completely all of my life this band and this experience has been so it, it seems to keep happening over and over again but even just a normal arena show in Austin on a Tuesday night can make me have an existential moment that I, I don't have in other situations so I think that just speaks more to what yeah. this band is what this did band they is. stop at Hungry yeah, at the Rock Hall too yeah. it wasn't Hungry it wasn't at the Rock it was um Girls on Film right the, Girls yeah, on Film Girls. yeah okay it was Girls. yeah but it was still that whole like yeah stop and yeah, start, stop and start. You know? situation yeah. Yeah. yeah and I've actually seen that happen before it happened at the Lori Theater Lori Theater Lori Auditorium in San Antonio in 2003 four uh, during Beautiful Colors they kind of got started and then had to stop and I think about that every once in a while but now I think because that was just a brand so new song that they had right. just I mean yeah. they I don't think they had a you know much I mean I was at that show as well I yeah. think we all, were all at that yeah, show but we so. didn't know each other yet. 
yet. Yeah. But I think at that time that was just happened to be because like that was literally a brand new, you know, now as we know a demo song that they hadn't weren't familiar with um, yet. And I guess they pulled that out and did that. But anyway, it's interesting that they stop and start because I feel like other bands would probably just keep going and the tech would just run on real fast and swap out an instrument. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're right. I guess if it's early enough in the song, they just want to do it right. Mm -hmm. Which I respect. At least we don't get a half baked song. But they they handled it really well. I remember seeing Nick just like cracked up. He just outbursted. And Simon even acknowledged. He's like, that's what you call a a fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Or later in the show when he was introducing the band, he's like, Vaughn, Simon Vaughn, otherwise known as the fuck up. Yeah. Because he messed up John's intro. Yeah. It wasn't even. Oh, that's what he it messed happened. up John's intro. That's why he oh. said it the second time. But at the Rock Hall, I thought it was funny. He's like, "Well, at least you know we're not lip syncing." Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's, I like that. That situation was yeah. not. That was like outside of their. That was yes. the yeah. production. Yeah. 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 That Something happened with the bass on this, this one. This was not a Duran. I was talking to a bass player who may be named Ben Post about <laughs> what it could have been. Ben Post, former <laughs> guest of the podcast, <laughs> friend of the pod, um, who plays bass who on Duran Duran songs. Yes. Um, he and he thought it was a, band. Yes. Has Mass a new song. Mass yes. Minor. Uh, Mass Minor has a new um, <laughs> track. You're welcome, Mass Minor, yeah. for this plug. Uh, called Worthy. Yes. Yes. It would be good on Wish. Go check out Ben's makeup from the Tuesday Night Show, too. But he mentioned that he thought it was a battery pack. And I'm thinking, why wouldn't there be some preparation ahead of time? Don't they do a sound check or something? Yeah, they do. Uh, there was a whole explanation of what that could be, but it, it boiled down to it was likely just battery pack. In that the, went bad. In the, whatever you call it. The receiver. System. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in the system broke down so anyway from that point i didn't sit with you guys no you had a completely different vantage point i saw the show from multiple spots because i moved around a lot i think it's different from the back because i could see all of the graphics i could see the guys on the the girls seem to be kind of hidden way deep in a corner so that was slightly different and i don't know if it's just because the stage was so wide or what but even from far back um, I could see pretty well, like the, the members on stage that I really cared to see. And um, it, it was, I don't know, there's something really awesome about standing back and I agree. seeing the whole production. Yeah. As much as I love being up front, as much as I love being with y'all and like mm-hmm. getting to scream together and all that stuff, there was something like, I don't know, it, it just felt... We'll, we'll see it Saturday night in Dallas because we're further back. Well, we need to talk about that because we want to ask you about trying to find different tickets. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But I saw it from like seventh row. I saw it, you know, a little bit closer because I would kind of move up and then move back. And then I saw it from like 19th row. And I don't know. It was a really beautiful show. Yeah. It was a really well-produced show. The graphics are phenomenal. And we've seen some of them, like Nick's weird baby doll heads and all that stuff. (laughs) But the, the, the pictures... I, I was too close to see the pictures of them, like the history yeah. pictures. Yeah. Which yeah. we don't see. We didn't see that. I noticed that yeah. when I walked back yeah. for, like, during Come Undone when I decided to stretch my legs yeah. for a minute. Yeah, yeah. 
on the side, they were showing the members, and they would do stylized treatments, and that's why that camera kept going up by Nick, because yeah. I'm like, what is happening in the middle of the stage? But we were close enough that we could see the art graphics behind them, but we didn't see yeah. necessarily, we weren't paying attention to, like, where they were showing yeah. the members, and that's where you could actually see Roger, because we couldn't see Roger from yeah. where we were I took a few all. snaps, that's how I got a few snaps of Roger, yeah. was from the video, the video screen. He is yeah. so yeah. buried behind yeah, the drums. Behind the he seemed further down than normal, but yeah, it's just he was at an angle too. Yeah. At least in proximity from where we were. Yeah, he was totally hidden behind yeah, the drums, was which so was he wasn't a sad. Like there's thing. there's weird was... fences that come down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which in the those, beginning can were, those block. like go up and down. Yeah, so they're right, at different yeah. levels throughout the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was similar to Pet Shop Boys. Oh wow. That had a scrim come down and mm-hmm. I think they had the same lighting director as Pet Shop mm-hmm. Boys. Okay. But Pet Shop Boys did it the full stage and Duran just had those sections that yeah. went up and down. So let's talk about the set list. Hi. <laughs> I need to I need to say Nightboat. Mm. Oh my God! Yeah, this that version yes. of Nightboat. It's way sexy. Night, it was Nightboat. Fucking good song. <laughs> yeah, but this it was sexy. It was gritty. It was. So good. It was yes. So it wasn't it was as a, scary like, as like the original. Like, the original's more like a horror thing, and this was, was more. It was it sexier. Was like you're right. The perfect song to open with. Hmm. Right? It's more like, sensual. It is, and and like and com- like combining that with this is how it starts, and like mm, you know mm. the, that going, and then going into. Nightboat and that version of Nightboat, man, that was so good. And like, yes. <laughs> I had run out of storage on my iPhone, <laughs> so all I could do was take pictures, so I couldn't take a video. So I'm like, you know, leaning on my girls here to share a video of the Nightboat, you know, of Nightboat. But man, I, I, it was so good. And it seemed shorter. Like it did seem a little bit short. Yeah, like, yeah. and they go into Wild Boy. It was, yeah. it was like, it was like an interlude. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was more of an interlude. But a long, yeah, but a longer one. A longer interlude. It's and, interesting you, know. you say you thought that was a good beginning to the show because I remember from where I was, I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is a good choice to start to show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think there's that whole drama of right. them coming on the stage. That beautiful lighting. Oh yeah, gosh, the lighting's incredible. Yes. yes, the light, which is reminiscent the of the yes. 2003 yeah. reunion yeah. or 2004. But we did tour. not scream for five minutes straight. <laughs> yeah, right. Like what? that. That was not a reenactment of that. Because yeah. do y'all remember that? Do y'all yes. remember oh, with the yeah. reunion? Yeah, like right. five minutes straight. Yes, and my ears were like ringing. It was yes. just crazy. And contrast that with London when they opened with Wild Boys. Yes. Right? Yes. That was and just was energy just off. Did they open with Wild Boys? Yeah, yeah they, did. <laughs> they did. It's been a minute since we were in London. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's been almost a year. Almost a year. Um, I love that you said that because tomorrow when we see them, I'm expecting to see similar, you know. Oh, they, the U.S. has done the same set list for all the dates here so far. I'm really going to watch Nightboat from where we are and see, like. If you like it better. Because I agree. Velvet Newton is the greatest. I miss, I miss the, this is how it starts. And that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I'm I'm like grabbing my husband and shaking. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is how it starts. Um, And. He's like, okay. <laughs> and he was 
was like, I think he was kind of into it at the moment. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I knew what to expect with Nightboat. So I'm not sure. I'm, I, I want to watch tomorrow and see how I feel. That'll be that'll be an I interesting thing. I thought I, I, I kept thinking, holy crap, this sounds really good. But yeah. like mm-hmm. the start of the show, I just wonder if maybe it would have fit more like but Ordinary they, World than Nightboat or something like that. Take mm. Come and Done. No, I like it. I like it as an I like it as an I like it as an opener. I like yeah. I love it as an opener. Because because I, stand that, that, I guess because yeah, of the feeling. Yeah. And then the feeling that I get, you know, like we just said about how like them standing there. Yeah. And no, they don't come to the edge of the stage like they did at the reunion tour, but them standing there kind of sets the mood and then it goes into that sensual Yes. Kind of like interlude type it's style. Slowly, yeah, and then, and, then, and, then, and then it's like, then it, and, and then, then it hits you, boom. yeah, and then it hits you. So no, it's like, like yeah. a good mix. I, yeah. ju- I just had the flashback of like a reunion tour where they they do line up and the lights are shining on them and then they go in friends, friends of, of mine. mine. Oh right. my god! I still think yeah. that's the perfect beginning. Yeah, yeah. that might be. So maybe but that, that's what's in my and mind. that was, in my opinion, that was for the diehard fan. Oh, absolutely. And we have heard Simon say that this set list is for more of the general audience. They do give us some nods, but he has acknowledged that he wants someone, if they only see Duran Duran once every five years, to really enjoy the show. I have to say though, I think it's a good, I think it was a good mixture. They incorporated more, like, careless. Yeah, they did. My God, careless memories. Lonely in your nightmare. Had you not seen it last time? I, I probably did, but for some reason it felt more powerful. Like, I mean, I have never seen Lonely in Your Night. None of us had seen Lonely, but we only saw half of it because Super Freak came. And that's that's my only (laughs) feedback. Is is just just play it all the way through. You know, I, I I don't like the mashup. I don't I don't mm-hmm. like that. If I will you want oh, yeah. to do yeah. Super Freak separately. Do it separately. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, but I need with, all of Linear Nightmare. I need this is, I need all of I, I need, as this, this is one of our in this group. This is one of our favorite songs of all time. Right. So um and then feel free to bring back Last Chance on the Stairway yes. as well, yes. please. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um right. because I've only and heard that in a yes. Because I, I've yeah. only heard that in the electric in the electro set. But I've only heard that version. Mashup yeah, and one are. cover. Yeah. Plus super freak. So let's let's say that. Yeah, three. Let's just call it three. Three covers. That's a lot of nods. So not I will, but I want to. I do. Too much. I, I do, do want to say one thing about the lonely mashup with super freak. At least we got half of Lonely Your Nightmare, like fully the song. Unlike New Moon with yeah. whatever David yeah. Bowie song, we just got the chorus. We didn't get a verse. So at least I feel like we've sort of heard the song because Baby literally starts. we just got the chorus. And but I'm like, I want it. I want it right at the bridge, which is my I know. I know. Part. So right. to me, right. this mashup didn't bother me as bad as the New Moon David Bowie one because literally we got the chorus just thrown in there and I, teasing but us. You got Little Red Corvette. Oh, good grief. He did it again. <laughs> I literally, I literally <laughs> looked at Suzanne. I immediately went to my right. No, 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 no. I was way back in the back. And mind you, though. He did it. But mind you, though, in Simon's defense, 
It literally was the eve of Prince's birthday. I know, I know. I thought about that. I was like, it's Prince's so, birthday. But yeah. he has done yeah. it every time. No, I understand that. But in this, but in this instance. The first time okay. he did it was in Austin. But okay. in it was. This, it was. But in it this was. instance, okay. it literally to the day. I will give him that. But literally, he's done it every yeah. time he has sung that song. Yes, and I am like, can we give it up? Or change it. Yeah. To or when doves cry. Just like, give me another <laughs> Prince song. Suzanne wants to give it all up. <laughs> yes, I love yes. give it all up. And yeah, speaking of, awesome? which was fantastic. That little was Rachel awesome. sounded so good. And Simon was so happy. And John was doing his, like, praise Jesus John thing during it. it. <laughs> I know. He was like. He was so into it. It's <laughs> so good, though. It's so good. He had his hands up in the air. His eyes were closed. His head was nodding back and forth. That man was because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was feeling it. Because I guess Tove Love Tove Love Tove Love showed up at Bottle Rocket. Yes. So that was bottle great. Rock, bottle Rock. Yeah. Oh, bottle Rock. Bottle Rock. <laughs> or Bottle Rocket. But Bottle Rock, because she was there too. So that's cool that she actually did the song with them. That's my favorite song on Future Past. So it does not make me sad to hear it because yeah. I kind of love oh, that yeah. song. It's a really I great song. I described it the other night. I don't know if it was to you guys or somebody else, but I was like, Rachel sounded great. And so did I because I was singing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. loud. Especially the breakdown at the very yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And I. John was like, Yes, and he was. Down. Oh yeah! Like, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't doing like the like running man no, thing. No, but he did earlier. Yes. Oh, I don't know if I told you, Jody. During acceptable in the eighties, yes. I'm good a robot every time. <laughs> I started I doing the robot. Yes. I saw yes. you doing that. Yes, yes. That's the mashup that you don't like, but I'm just saying that's the appropriate time to robot. It's kind of cute. He like. Simon wants everybody to sing. We didn't. We don't know that song when we were. But I think maybe it's the youngsters that loved Bastille and Pompeii. I think they're like, whoa, we got. There was a a young man a couple of rows from me who had a sash over his (laughs) chest, and it said, "It's my twenty-first birthday." And that boy was bopping. He was dancing and singing. So. To Duran? Yes, to Duran. He was yeah, but the a thing is, is that the kids today, they know all of that. The kids yeah, today. They do. <laughs> I talked, I had customers in my store last week, and I'm like, they didn't know. And she was like, she just graduated from high school. What and she was like, and I told her, I was like, you need to see Duran. She's like, oh my God. She's like, I love 80s music. And did you tell her it was acceptable in the 80s? Well, no, I told her that she needed to get to the movie center next week. Which well, is this week. Prudence was there, so I didn't yeah. see her, but she said she was going to be there. So. She didn't know they were Because I think the I girl. Got, I hope they got a ticket if you're yeah. listening. Yeah. I think the girl that got Roger's drumsticks was the Bastille fan that was right in the oh, middle. Yeah, that was her. so into the whole thing. Yes. And she was literally like 20 years yes, old. Yes, yeah, but he that. always likes to find, you know, the new generation of Duran fans. They were there with their parents. Still, how did they <laughs> I know. $1,200 ticket? Yeah. Serious? Yeah. Okay. So somebody got a favor. Maybe they didn't buy the VIP package. Yeah. Somebody, somebody got a favor. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will say, you know, it was an interesting experience. So Jody, you were further back. Yeah. We were on the fourth row on the side yeah. at Moody Center. Those security guys really worked that crowd well. I thought they knew where we all belonged, and if oh. someone didn't was out of place, <laughs> they came up and they moved them. Now I say that some people 
in our group were able to kind of appropriate a seat. But the people that would just wander up, they would not let them stay there very long. So even though we were further wow. up, further back, we could see the whole time because they really managed well. So I would, props I to was, them. I was lucky for a very long time where my seat was in row 19. My husband's seat was in like row 7 or something like that. And I'm like, I'm going to sit by you. Yeah. So I got to sit by him. A lot of time. She right up to when Duran was coming on stage. And then and everybody got all there. All of a sudden, that one person for that one seat oh, no. showed up. So I just stood up and kind of made my way a little space in the aisle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they kept coming by. The security people did, but they never bothered Said anything me. to you, yeah. It wasn't the security that was bothered by me. Somebody else. fucking bitch behind me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you're like two feet tall. And stuff. Why was she in the way? I don't know. Well, but I, I was, was like, in... you know what? Durannies don't treat each other like this. So you're obviously no. not a Duranny. And I turned around and walked off. <laughs> I was that's annoyed so... by the drunk man across the aisle from yeah, me. That's what <laughs> they kept like dancing into me. And yeah, then, then the were... security guy would push them over. Like they were watching them. But they, but then apparently he, he dropped a drink on some lady later on. Like, so up at the front, there were some we not nice people. Oh, yeah, we yeah, saw him later. Yeah. He was a character. Yeah. Let me put that. At one point, I took his seat because if he was going to dance in my face, I told his wife, I'm like, I'm taking his seat yeah. on the third row. Yeah. So I did. Good. I just scooted good, good. over. So Yeah, we went up to the railing, you know, just to hang out, but you had to have a, a wristband, wristband yeah. apparently, mm. to be on the to rail. To be on the railings and, like, you know, Five people had a wristband. I didn't think nobody had a wristband. Nobody had a wristband. Give me a wristband. And so I the security mean, guy was like, you need to go back to your seat. And it's like, okay. It's I'm like right behind like me. Behind yes, me. exactly. <laughs> what fucking yeah. difference is it going to make? Yes. You know, so. But we could see, yeah, it, it you know, and the guys could see. I do believe that the security was doing a good job. They did. I, I kept telling myself, yeah, you're not in your seat, so don't get fussy about this. Yeah. But they were doing a really good job. I didn't have a problem with security at all. And they were very they nice were about it. They casual. they would just ask them to show a ticket. So they weren't, like, being obnoxious yeah. about it. So I really felt like I've been at other shows like ACL and we thought we were going to die against the rail. So we've been to other <laughs> shows where it's not been pleasant and you had to really fight for your spot. And here, at least, it felt like they were managing the crowd yeah. well. And even if we were on our fourth row on the side, we were still on JT's side. We still had great line of sight. He had great line of sight. And we really were able to, to yeah. enjoy that yeah. piece of it. Yeah. So we didn't how talk was, about Chic, though. How was the sound up there? It was good. Okay. It was good. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's okay. talk about the yeah, Rio Dream Base. Yes, please. Oh. That, no. was, that is horrible. Oh, my and God. From where oh. I was sitting, I could hear every note. I know. Right. I remember like, hearing it that clearly Yes, before. and especially during your linear nightmare. Oh, I thought it sounded yeah. just like it the did. album. It did. It, did. it was yeah. so fantastic. Very distinct. Did he just have the pink one this time? No, he had no. He had the yeah, the black, black one was well. also the dream. Well, he was playing he the, the black one on um, Nightboat. Yeah. Okay. And, and then the Hungry? Or was did he have the, the, did he have the seafoam one? I think no. he had a no, seafoam. No, he didn't see the seafoam yet. So it was the black and the pink. I always thought it was the red, the, the pink. The red one. Because Patty kept calling it pink. Cranberry. Cranberry. The limited edition, if you will. The first drop. That's the Rio Dream. That's the true Rio Dream. Yes. It looks good, too. It did look good. Oh, my gosh. It looked good. It sounded fantastic. It was it really, really sounded like you were listening to the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I could tell though that it's a different sounding bass. Exactly. Yeah. But that's yeah. it, that's my he point. Played it like so it that literally it, it literally like sounded record. like I was specifically and I've got video for that and I'll post my personal video from Linear Nightmare. It sounds like the album in my opinion. Yeah, like the, the the notes yeah. right, sound yeah. like yeah. very and specific. The, yeah. But could you tell it's a little bit higher? I don't know enough about music to describe it, but it sounded like it was a little bit higher pitch or it was just a little clearer or something. I think it has to do with like the clearer. wood, but I think it has like to do with the wood and the way they do the mechanics in it. So yeah, yeah I, I think yes. that's what it is. But because the, the Aria bases he used to play were like 20 pounds right, versus right, this right. 10 pound Which bass. to me probably means a heavier, a, heavier a little bit of a heavier um, like resonance. Uh, yep. Strings. Yep. So it makes a heavier sound. Yep. This I think would make that much of a difference and you could tell it's more fully realized yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think yeah. so yeah. yeah let's talk about sheep yes oh freak out oh i mean i just dance i danced i booty bumped and i danced my my little it was fun i can't bottom off yes i mean i told everyone even like people who never even they're always like hey i know you like this band should we go see them well, duh. Yes. But get there in time to see Chic because and that's the thing we've got to tell you guys that for sure. Like, if I mean, obviously we're kind of early on in the tour. You need to make sure you were there for the opening band yeah. because Chic and Bastille switch places and they yeah. never so know who's open, first and they never know who's going to be first. Luck of the draw. So you do not show. want to miss Chic, but honestly, you don't want to miss Bastille yeah. either. Yeah. No, good honestly, yeah. they're they were good. good live. I'm Lots familiar with. Them, they've been around for a minute. I listened to Alt Nation, so I was familiar with Bastille, but I was really, really impressed with them and the energy. They had great energy, and they love Duran, and so yeah. like they're excited to be there. Yeah, and the youngsters, like I mentioned earlier, were totally into them. So the kids oh, yeah, that were there were lady, so excited. We had a lady jumping, us, like with like, our daughter. Was, yes, like, they all were about so it. excited. But the energy that they brought was really incredible, and I was really, in, I was really impressed with their with their life they sounded fantastic oh yeah they sounded really good good. yeah yeah Yeah. 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 you know it was funny because they were like you know thank you for your patience yeah (laughs) Yeah. like we want to see oh and then speaking of mr roger taylor came out to watch bastille we could see him on the side stage watching them standing there with him right no it was just roger no yasmin was there at one point well yasmin kind of walked by but Mm. then she left but then roger stood there for several songs and just enjoying it which i thought that was really cool that he took the time to actually watch the opener because i mean you know they can just be back doing whatever they do backstage what i recognized was during chic everybody was standing up and dancing they came on first that still came on half maybe a quarter of the crowd was dancing others sat down so i felt obligated almost to stand up i danced through a lot of bastille but it was kind of only out of obligation if chic had come on second i would have just danced for the next four hours i mean my preference would be chic second just because like to build up their crescendo we do have the back story that they were going to have to drive to New Orleans so they asked I think to go first just so they could get on the road because it was going to be a long night anyways. It was a shorter set. It was a shorter set. They started five minutes early which was interesting because you never practically see people start early but then I will say 
shout out to Niall and Jerry for coming out to say hi to the crowd afterwards. Like we didn't expect that. So that was fun. They kind of came down and talked to a few people before they got whisked away to to head to New Orleans. That would be Jerry Barnes, guest of the podcast. Yes. Yes. Listen, go back to episode 17 (laughs) of the podcast. Answer Niall of Rogers. He mentioned, he said, tell them about my new song. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Tell them about the new song. Yes. You know more about it, Steph. Yeah. So the new song is uh, I Do. <laughs> Actually, that's the name of the song is I Do. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. is what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Not to be confused with I Do What I Do. Oh, To have you, have, have you. Have. Oh, my God. Both bass players. Wow. Put that in the Like, just do oh a little hint instead of little red Corvette. Speaking say, of bass players, what about the pictures of Jerry and Keanu at Bottle Rock? Yeah. Oh. Hello. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to Dogs. Check Star. out um, Jerry <laughs> Barnes's new single, I Do, now streaming on Spotify. There you go. <laughs> see, when I hear I Do, that's all I think of is I Do. I Do what I Do. Did you see that movie? I Do What I Do to Have You. I into the movie theater with an older person who could get me in. To see that dumb movie. Does your body heat? Intense enough. Is, is your body <laughs> the right word? Intensity. <laughs> intensity. This is dumbest song. They really, no, it's not. They released that video on my birthday. Oh, yeah. And I thought, he did that just for me. Why right. did that just for me? Right. <laughs> oh, I've never goodness. seen that movie ever. You know, oh, you wouldn't know. <laughs> but I do know the song. Yeah, it was good. You can leave your head. Oh, yeah, I, hate I hate that song. I hate that song, though. Now, that's probably my favorite scene. Yeah, mine too. That was um, that's like the biggest stripper so song ever, isn't it? It is a, it's somewhat of a stripper song, especially <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. Um, but then it, right. it makes me take a... <laughs> Sorry. A little bit of water. Magic Mike. Yes. It makes me think of Time Slip. Time Slip was oh awesome. Oh my gosh. That was awesome. Time I thought slip. that was the best thing in the What world. is that? It oh was a, a, a movie it's that John filmed yeah. in, in the <laughs> Oh, is that the one you showed me? I watched the beginning of that one time okay. at your house. Okay, I think. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. That makes me think of Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> yes, what? which he was also in. He was in Viva Rock Vegas oh. as one of the band members on stage. With the Flintstones. The Flintstones <laughs> yes. Viva Rock know. Vegas. I yeah, I think you could probably know. You know, you know the Beaver Rock yeah, Vegas. Yeah, he's, he's in a he's in a yeah. club. <laughs> I would like to more think of. I do what I do. Okay, so podcast <laughs> listeners, several of our members love that in half weeks, and I love Beaver the Flintstones Beaver Rock Vegas. Just telling like y'all that there's you. the contrast yeah. of the dynamics. the dynamics of the group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we need to wrap it up because I need to go to sleep so I can get ready for the concert tomorrow night. We have another. I gotta work. I know. No, I'm saying I'm excited. We have another show. Yeah, yeah, yes. So we have a show tomorrow night in the Woodlands. Woodlands. And tomorrow afternoon, we're doing a live meetup, so hopefully, yeah, we're, hopefully we're going to see a lot of y'all really there, and this will be after that happens, so hopefully it's a super fun time here at the hotel. And then it's Saturday, most of us, except for one, are heading to Dallas. We're sad. I think we're going to drag her with us, though. We're going to kidnap Deanna and make her go, but we're heading up to Dallas because this is the Texas tour. Texas tour plus Noah. Cherry ice cream smile on tour with Duran Duran. Yes. Duran Duran. So. 
This is exciting. Yeah, super exciting. Go Duran Duran. Happy birthday, <laughs> Nick Rhodes. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player, and you can even ask Alexa to play us with the TuneIn app. Also follow us on Instagram and our brand new Twitter page. See you again real soon.